Welcome to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and it's here we tell the stories of sinners and saints. We welcome you all today. This is the Advent season. This is the time to reflect. This is the time up for resolutions, new beginnings. Isaiah wrote, Oh, that you would tear the heavens open and come down. In your presence, the mountains would quake. And the psalmist sings, in eighty sixteen, the frown of your rebuke will destroy them. What Isaiah and the psalmist saw in great manifestations and fireworks, we must see in the story of Christ, the history that God came to us in the flesh. Resolutions are mostly built around emotions, aren't they? Most are never fulfilled, are they not? Few, if any, reach the joy of their full intentions. God coming to us in the flesh is not an emotional experience. It is a bone-chilling experience. Recognizing our sin, our falling short of our best self, our weaknesses, our reconciliation. Grasping the forgiveness and mercy that came through God in the flesh. That is the gift of Christmas, our joy to the world. God came to us through a poor, humble Jewish girl in the dirtiest conditions, a barn carved into the side of a hill, in the most vulnerable form, a newborn infant. The shepherds saw a glimpse of fireworks and the angels and the heavenly host arrayed across the heavens, so you might say that Isaiah was right. But G.K. Chesterton's depiction in his novel, The Everlasting Man, of the babe's tiny hands reaching outside his swaddling clothes, flexing his right arm as a sign that a new king has come, is enlightening. The Bethlehem story of kings and angels stir within us a response during this Advent season. When Jesus was born in Israel, the Israelites were under the bondage and authority of the Roman government. They were oppressed, overtaxed, censored, and without freedoms, and God showed up as a member of their tribes. He was poor. His parents were poor. But his family became the Holy Family. His mother became our mother. His father became our example. The baby king, with a heavenly army of angels standing by, changed everything. Jesus would later say, The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. You know, life in America is not without drama that steals and kills our life, our joy, our sense of being. Here are 10 of the most highly volatile topics. It's acceptable to accuse people of racism without evidence. You can decide to change your own gender by ignoring science and biology. When people disagree with you, censorship is acceptable. A multicultural society works best to separate within and then hate the other groups. Illegal immigrants have a right to live freely within our country without any recourse. Socialism has proven to be an economic disaster, yet it is better than capitalism. Big government cannot be held accountable, but it will solve every problem. America needs to be changed from top to bottom in spite of our great history. And great American heroes who hold views within their time, contrary to what we have today, are evil. If a police officer kills a black man who is violent and attacks him, it's a racist act. These things all spur great emotions. Yeah, the rhetoric of today is full of drama, angst, and conflict. These are the words that the thief loves to hear. He loves to see in our dialogue over and over again. But there were wise men who said these words, and they are well worth remembering. We hold these truths to be self-evident, 
that all men are created equal. These are the words of our founding fathers. And in times of great trial that required great courage, the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. Both the self-evident truth of who we are and the foundation stone of our future and hope as a nation. You know, in a letter from the Birmingham jail in April of 63, Dr. King said this, We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied to a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Do not get sidetracked by the political, social drama and rhetoric. Fix, fix yourself on the inescapable network of mutuality that we share as Americans, as human beings that God loves, as a society tied to a single garment, that being the destiny in our Constitution. In the 40 days of Advent that lie ahead, let us stare into the crucifix before us and see the battle fought, all knowing that the victory of our King has never been defeated or conquered, nor will it ever be. Let's celebrate that he is coming. That is our joy to the world. And get ourselves out of this morbid, stinking, backbiting Corona 2020 mindset. And take our stand in Excelsis Deo. Yeah, life can seem overwhelming at times. But God never gives us more than we can handle. It is inescapable the need that we have for each other. Self-evident truth born into us that we have fought and died for, rising above our despair with a hope that is far greater. You know, this stone that Dr. King talks about, the stone is the Messiah, the Christ, the only Son of God. And we are asked to join in singing, glory to God in the highest. The Latin words, Dominus Vobiscum, means Lord be with you. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us at gritquest.com. I hope you'll consider making a donation to this podcast and help us keep it alive. I also hope that you'll take a look at our quests and maybe go on one of our great adventures. Blessings to you. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>